Hey guys, welcome to the Don't Bowl There podcast. I'm Aaron, I'm here with Braden, and we have two special guests with us at the moment. Leading into the netball season, um, big news coming out of it that the Netball World Cup will come to Australia in 2027. So what good timing. We have New South Wales Swifts players and international representatives Sophie Garvin and Sam Wallace. Wallace takes a time on the shot and doesn't miss. From Sophie Garvin, got up early. Talk about power through the legs. How you going, guys? Good. Okay. Thanks for having us. Yep. So you, you were telling us before we got into the recording that you've, you've just finished pre-season. How'd that go? Yeah, good. It seemed like uh, a long but short pre-season given the season last year ended, um, what, October? Yeah. So we didn't actually start proper pre-season with the Swiss until January. Um, we had a few hiccups with getting our internationals back into Australia um, due to the, this coronavirus thing that's happening at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it's actually been like a shorter pre-season than usual, but it has felt like a long time since we've well, played. I actually like it, though, to be honest. I prefer shorter pre-season. <laughs> yeah. I think every, every athlete would say that, but... <laughs> No, it's been good. It's been hard. We've got a few new staff members and stuff like that. So um, it's been a little bit different for us this year, which is yeah. exciting. Um, and yeah, what about you, Sam? You pretty much see everything. Yeah. <laughs> what does the pre-season look like in a Swiss camp? You really want me to answer that? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Well, let us know. <laughs> well, well basically, in. I missed the first bit because I came back in February. I had to quarantine and stuff. So I think I missed all the hard running <laughs> session and stuff, which I don't envy at all. But trust me, for me, in particularly being a Trinidadian, different playing styles and come from a different background, it's hard. And I'm a shooter and I hate to run. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's been hard. It's been tough. So you went into quarantine for 14 days or yeah, how was came, that? I love it. I love being by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually good though, to be honest. The food was fine. The place where I stayed was fine. So I had no, no problems. What do you tend to do to pass the time? Um, I was studying, so yep. that was good. And I was catching up with friends, always on the phone, FaceTiming, or yeah, WhatsApping. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I had some training sessions in quarantine, which wasn't that hard, but yeah. Yeah. yeah well, as you mentioned, you're from uh, Trinidad. What, is, what does netball look like over there, like, as, as a young kid and um, growing up? How, what's the competition like? And it's nothing compared to out there. Trust me, um, we had the young ones some age probably 6 to 12 or whatever age group it is, is nothing like it. Like, the highest competition in Trinidad is something called netball or sectors. They were old and young actually play together and the competition is nowhere at this level. So, yeah, it's actually intrigued to be over here playing at this level. Yeah, yeah. What's it like growing up over there? Like, is it... I'm a how country, different yeah. is it? <laughs> <laughs> actually, the lifestyle is very different. Um, it's more noisier. Than Australia, it's a party place, you know, Trinidad, rock, yeah. alcohol, carnival, dancing is way, way much different. Um, I'm, I'm a country girl, so I grew up in the country, picking mangoes, the beaches, I can't swim. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up in the country where um, I have to go to town to travel, to play netball, so, and I play different sports as well, so we'll get into that later on. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. speaking of the country, um, <laughs> so if you were also born in the country, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah where? Yeah. I grew up about 40 kilometers out of Kalgoorlie um, called Kimbelda. Um Yeah, so we used to travel a fair bit to Perth. It's like people ask where it is. I say it's like Perth, um, South Australian border, like smack bang in the middle of that. 
So it's about a seven-hour drive um, oh, from wow. Perth. So done a lot of kilometres with mum and dad. Um, my sister also plays like basketball, so that was um, the main reason for travelling back and forth um, for her training and stuff like that. So, yeah, country kid as well. Yeah, it's a lot of petrol usage. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of petrol usage. Yeah, lucky I wasn't paying for it. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. How many times a week did you make a trip? Uh, probably like only once, like a week oh, max. Right. Um, right. yeah. So we didn't travel like all the time, but towards like, um, like we moved to Perth when I was 13. So towards the end of it, like, um, nearly every second weekend because, um, of my sister's basketball and stuff like that. So I wasn't really playing netball, um, at that point, like at a high level. So yeah. Cool. What yeah. was it like growing up in the Garvin household in Kalgoorlie early, early life? Yeah. Well, I was actually saying this to someone the other day, normally, in like a family there's like one introverted child I'd like to think but in our family no one was like introverted <laughs> like that like me and my brother are so I've got a brother and older brother and sister me and my brother are 13 months apart um and we would fight like kid you not every single day and not just like fight like verbally like we would bash the shit out of each other <laughs> um mainly him bashing the shit out of me but yeah so a lot of fighting um we had a lot of babysitters because no one wanted to babysit us after they babysit us <laughs> once um because we thought babysitting was a bit of a novelty when they'd come over it was a bit of a fun game so it's like when you get a sub teacher at school yeah you just take that's what we thought we used to think it was the funnest thing ever so um i think mum spent a lot of money on babysitters because they didn't come cheap when you mentioned the last name um but yeah my dad was like involved in the local footy club and stuff like that so most of our weekends were um you know uh, at the footy club spending time there and driving into Kalgoorlie because that was like the league it was in so um and yeah a lot of time it's very much red dirt people like to say like you're from the country and I say no I'm from the desert so a lot of red dirt out there like Red, red, not just like brown dirt, yeah, it's red, yeah. So, red. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I would 100% do, like, bring my kids up in the country if I could be bothered living there anymore, yeah. but I don't <laughs> think I'll ever go back. But, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, so, tucking just questions away f- from netball and, and early life and sort of try and get to know you guys a bit more, um, what would you say your favourite food is? Ooh... I'm from the Caribbean, so it's different dishes. So yeah, I would definitely have to say ground food. That is like provision, like roti, curry. Yep. Love a good curry. Mm. It's different over here, I don't think. <laughs> well, I'm like a sweet tooth. So oh, I love nice like chocolate and stuff like yeah. that. But I'm having you guys over for dinner tonight. And I'm cooking <laughs> your roast, and that's probably like one of my favorite oh, things to oh, cook. Yeah, I love a good roast. So yeah. I love, really yeah, yeah, I love, I love a roast. But even just popcorn, popcorn's one of my yeah, favorite okay. go-to foods yeah. as well. You're not a fan of popcorn, are you? No, I get stuck in the teeth. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, only got chompers, man. Yeah, <laughs> it is annoying yeah. when it does get stuck in the teeth. But yeah, probably but, uh, popcorn. As you said, we are lucky enough to to be staying here afterwards, and you guys are, are cooking dinner for us. Thank you Smart. for that. So so the yeah. Um, and you're cooking a roast, as you said. Yeah. Would you consider that your specialty dish, or is, would there be something or, else? That... Uh, savory wise, yes. Specialty is the roast. Um, I like to think now. When I go back to Perth um, with the fam, I cook the roast instead of mum. Um, <laughs> but I also bake, do a lot of baking. So cookies, brownies, blondies. She is good. Yeah. yeah. My housemates love, but hate me. So yeah. We actually start baking cakes for each other 
when it's each other's birthday training because Sophie loved bacon, so she oh, baked them on. Yeah, good. Yeah. What about you, Sam? What are you, what's your go-to dish? I'm not fussy. I could cook yeah. anything, basically. Yeah. Wings? Oh, they oh, love my... The, yeah. I can make <laughs> barbecue wings. The girls love it. So I think oh. that'll be my go-to for now. Yeah. And um, what do you tend to eat on, on game day or before a game? Is there some that... Are you superstitious in, in, in what you eat or is there a certain thing that you like to stick to? To be honest, I'm not fussy. But pasta before a game... Um, yeah, I'm honestly not fussy at all. I just eat anything, whatever I get my hands to. Okay. <laughs> that might sound weird, but for real, I'm not fussy at all. Once I get my sleep, I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, probably pretty similar. Um, yeah, I'm not really too fussy about the night before. Normally, if we go away, we'll go to like an Italian because people like their pasta, but I'll just get like a steak and veggies and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't like being superstitious about like a pre-game routine. meals and routines and stuff like that. Just Mm-mm. because if it doesn't work out, you've got to be flexible. So, mm. yeah. What about like, you obviously spoke about like the food in hotel quarantine. Mm-hmm. But when you went over to New Zealand for the, um, for the international series, yeah. what, was the, uh, what was the food like over there? Was it pretty repetitive and tedious no. or was it different? I was jealous. The <laughs> food over there was like nothing that I would ever cook here. Like it was oh, so yeah. nice. Like. I would like well after the two weeks I was like okay I'm over it now there's a lot of like rice and like dish like the the sides were always like it would be like the meal and then it'd be like rice and veggies kind of thing yeah. but like we got such good food like I remember one of them the first lunch we got was like this chicken like thigh like wrapped in like prosciutto with like this nice sauce Amazing. and like potatoes That's like nice. polenta chips like it was so nice like it was full restaurant quality <laughs> yeah, food say, it's like you done in a five-star yeah. restaurant <laughs> and that, like, that's, like we just forgot about like clocks we didn't use them for time anymore yeah. we used like l- breakfast lunch uh-huh. dinner like and like every day like people were like what did you guys get what did you guys get oh, but the only thing was it. it did repeat like each week so you'd have all the meals and then the next week it was oh, the same so thing. it was like a monday meal but it was good meal. because like if you got the good thing or you saw someone else had like something different you can like switch it out and oh, stuff but okay. yeah, no i was like really impressed with the food so yeah um well sam mm-hmm. i read that uh you first played for the trinidadian team when you were 14 oh my gosh um just tell us a bit about playing for your national team at such a young age and how you handle all that. Guys, I was just rude. <laughs> <laughs> I had attitude to kill. <laughs> Honestly, do not know how I end up on a national team. I was always talented because I play different sports as well. But yeah, breaking a record, 14 years. I've yeah. seen a national team with big women. They bully me a little though. <laughs> they you weren't bigger than that. Um, I mean, I was young in age, oh, but right. always tall and skinny with a big attitude. Like a grown <laughs> woman attitude is ridiculous. But that experience was really good. I got to actually learn from the best at that time. Um, they were like my mom, big sister slash my mom. And I was always rude. But when I hit the court, give me that ball in my hand, I'm going to shoot the ball. So no one tells me anything, to be honest. I was a spoiled brat. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. What's yeah. it like uh, going back to school after coming off... National duty and just, just thinking, just knowing that you're better than everyone else. You see, I'm, I'm very humble though, that's the thing. And any excuse to get out of school, though I said I play different sports, so cricket, I'm gone. High school, football, I'm gone. I always, I hated school, sorry, Lord Father. But yeah, but no, I was a humble and everybody watched me like, Sam, everybody wanted to be my friend. You know, they, yeah. <laughs> she's popular now, the friends, but I'm a humble youth. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, you mentioned you played uh, sport for Trinidad, <laughs> a few different sports for Trinidad. How did you decide that netball was going to be the sport that you're going to make a name for yourself in? I'm the one that do have to train, but that's naturally talented, I think. So everybody busting their ass off. I'm yeah. just like natural ability, go through the motions. So I did track and field volleyball, netball and basketball. Um, 2014, I think, I went to Arizona Western College in America for basketball. I was like, mm, I can see myself playing women NBA. But after I left, I was like, you know what, back to netball. You know, it's a different love. I had a passion and a drive. On that ball, not basketball. So yeah, just yeah. stick with it. Of course. And Sophie, you also played basketball and AFL as a junior. Yeah. And how did you Decide zero in on netball? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we I only played um, AFL like a few years, very young. My sister was like one of the first girls to play in like the Goldfields League, so I followed in her footsteps. And yeah, much like basketball, I played. Um, that because my sister as well, we both played basketball and netball like growing up. And then when we moved to Perth, when I was 13, I kind of, I was doing both like, um, but more like a reps, they call it here level, um, like playing for your suburb kind of thing and trainings were at the same time. So I literally was like in the same stadium. There was basketball courts and netball courts, and I'd go to basketball training for half of it. And then I'd run into the other courts and go to netball training for the other half. Um, and then it just got too much. The basketball coach said, like, you can't do that anymore. You need to decide, right, right. And I just had more friends in the netball <laughs> team. So I played netball, but, um, yeah, that was as easy as my decision was. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Playing for Australia now. Yeah, <laughs> nice, uh, um, away from netball, and we'll get to know you guys a little bit more. What was your, what was your first job? My first job? I worked in, like, a like a news agency as my first job um maybe for like a year but I got fired no they didn't require no they just didn't require my assistance anymore no reason really they just didn't didn't require me anymore and um is that what they told you yeah that's what they told me I don't know what I did wrong so it was actually all of my friends who worked my parents um my friend's parents owned it when we first started working there and then new owners came in and that's when I was no longer required. Oh. But um, after that, I actually worked for my dad. He has um, like a property and I was his employee of like <laughs> doing like um, like the gardening and oh, pretty much being stuff. his bitch um, <laughs> doing whatever he wanted me to do. Um, but yeah, that, that was a fun experience. I did that for like nearly a oh, hot over 12 months and it took a toll on me so great did you pay experience. It all right? yeah it was good oh, okay. half the time I did nothing so um yeah I was just his little errand girl pretty much doing all and That's yeah fine. doing all the shit jobs so <laughs> if you weren't playing if you weren't playing netball what do you what do you reckon you'd be doing me I think I'll be playing volleyball or basketball okay Definitely. Yeah, you have a few options. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, as I said, I'm just naturally talented. <laughs> I think I'll probably play volleyball or basketball if I wasn't playing that ball. Yeah, I don't know. Pro- like, other than I'd probably want to be playing like, basketball because that was That's like something I always dreamed about. I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you. Probably still living at home and doing uni and... Mowing lawns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that so, like, as, like, young girls and, and young kids going through school, like, you get to a point where you look up and, and what do you want to do for a job? Was, like, going into sport always something that, that you guys wanted to do? Well, 
Well, for me personally, um, I, I come my family is sport person. People, sorry. Um, my dad played foot, football. Well, soccer, you all see over here. Mm. Um, my big brother, he played volleyball, indoor and beach, which went on Tobago. He's only my brother. I don't know. He just stick with schoolwork. <laughs> but yeah, we was very, like, always into sports. So, hmm. No, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, when I was growing up, I always, like, wanted to go to the Olympics. That, that was always my like thing. And my netball. sister is actually like in the squad trying to go to the Olympics now, so it's pretty cool. But obviously netball's not an Olympic sport. But I always like idolise like Lauren Jackson. Uh, mm. I just wanted to go to the Olympics. Never really thought of it as a career path. Um Yeah, I don't know. I just I never really had in my mind that it wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna somehow be doing what I'm doing now. It was kind of a goal once I started like playing and stuff like that, it was a goal to get here. I didn't really think about the uh, financial sides of things uh, and actually getting a job and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't I know. I agree with you. I think I probably would have been, if not for netball, because I never won their dream of playing professional netball in Australia. I don't even know how I end up here anyhow. <laughs> but I just think anything, anything related with kids, I love kids. So any Pacific feel like that, I'll work. I'll be in that feeling. I think I'm tying up myself here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can, uh, I can tell you how you end up here, Sam, if you want to. Me too. Uh, I believe no. it was the 2015 World Cup. Oh, my God, this and, story. Uh, didn't you score, like, almost 300 goals or something? <laughs> and, oh. yeah. well, I mean, I was, I was only 21. So, Wallace, her second attempt and her second goal. Lovely high release from Samantha Wallace. Really nice shooting style. Quite young as well, Liz. She's um, making her World Cup debut. Tallest in the team, 193 centimetres, just 21. But then you got signed <laughs> for an English team. Yeah, so 2015, I came out here in the World Cup and Coach Anita and Rob saw me. Um, they emailed Bridget Adams and said, oh, we're interested in some Sammy Wallace, whatever. I was like, what? I said, hell no. There's no way I'm going to be playing in this league. Like, I'm not ready. So, same time, the offer came across with England, Mavericks. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to England, see where I'm at. And after that season in England, I was like, hell no, I'm going to Australia. I was like, I think I have so much more to give in me. So, yeah. And that's how it's, it's really ridiculous. As I said, in Trinidad growing up, you ne- I never knew netball is a professional sports. So I never watched no games or anything. It was crazy. I can't, I can't describe it. It's just crazy. Didn't you get MVP of that? <laughs> yes, Sophie. I didn't want to mention that. <laughs> I don't want to mention that. <laughs> what do you think the biggest differences are between like netball in England and netball in Australia? Definitely way more professional over here. Definitely. Like the staffs, the ice baths, the massages you get. Even like team meetings and stuff. It's just a different vibe. The training as well is really different. Like... It's totally different. The pace of the game, the competi- competitiveness, it's ridiculous. It's just way different. And I would not... I mean, if I were to retire, I'll go back to England. Yeah. That probably next year. I just reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, you played a lot of underage netball as well. Underage international netball. Um, just tell us about playing um, at such a high level while also coping with school and, and all those other pressures um, to go in with it. Yeah, I'm probably the worst person to answer this question. Um, if there's any young aspiring netballers that also need to do school, um, yeah, it was. I loved it. I um, 
I didn't really love school. I well, I love school. I love the social side of it. Often on my um report card was easily distracted <laughs> yeah. or distracting others because <laughs> I talk a lot. Um but yeah, it was it was hard, but my 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 mum is literally like a lifesaver. She didn't work, so she um pretty much was my personal assistant and did everything for me and I probably didn't realize how good she was back then, but she was amazing. So like she would drive me to training at like six o'clock in the morning. Then I'd come home. She'd let me nap before school, and then she'd drop me to school at recess time. And it was great because the um the like student reception lady loved netball. So even days when I was late, like in year twelve, when I'd drive myself and I'd come late, I'd say, oh, I had netball training. Oh, <laughs> oh, I yeah. love netball. Yeah, I love it. So good. So um, that Get was really good. It, yeah, yeah, but I know like a lot of girls struggled um like doing both and stuff like that. Um. But it was hard, and I like now we come home at like two o'clock. I'm like, oh my god, that day's over. Whereas we used to like go to training, go to school, then come home, and you'd often have like another training or something kind of in the afternoon. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So um. Yeah. It was. It was really cool. Yeah. What was the point like in your young careers where you thought this is something I can go all the way with and and play internationally? Like as you said, you you um made your national debut at 14, so, what, 10 years old? <laughs> you know, I actually, like, now sitting and thinking of it, it now soaking in, because at the moment, you're 14 years, you like, okay, it's just another trip. So, like, me with the girls going to Delhi, going to India at the age of 14 and stuff, I'm like, okay. You're not thinking about it, but, like, now sitting and thinking of it, like, wow, that's a huge achievement and, like, a milestone which I think I'm ready to retire just now. Oh, <laughs> but no, I honestly don't know where is my turn. But I honestly can't answer that question, to be honest. I think I, for me, like, when I made my first, um, like, underage state team, our coach said, like, she was, like, such, like, a Nazi. Like, she was the perfect coach to have as, like, your first state team because she was, like... She taught you pretty much everything, like, that now I still, like, use. Like, coming to, like, you know... you if you're coming on time, you're late kind of thing. And just all the little stuff. And she said to us, like, you should all have a poster of the diamonds in your room because that's where you all want to be. And I was just like, oh, that must be. Like, I didn't question her, like, thought then. And I think it was probably, like, from then when I was like, okay, this must be something that I want to do. And I think just, like, going through, like, the whole program, you kind of just, like, these are your goals. And I don't know, it kind of gets set out for you. And obviously, you know, if you don't want to do them, you can, you know do something else but I think that like hit it for me and I was like yeah this is actually something that I do want to do and um yeah it's very different like none of that would happen in China those state teams and stuff we don't have none of that and season wise I can't answer the question Mm, it's way different back home so what what is it like back in in Trinidad is it very much like what's the pathways into it to get to the international level Great question. Do we talk? Do I didn't even think it's my pathway. Sorry, whoever gonna be listening to this. But no, it's really hard. Like, <laughs> no, but like actually being out here and seeing how stuff is being run is way like Trinidad is way behind. Like it's ridiculous and it's a shame. So it's something I'm trying to work on. Like whatever knowledge I'm grasping from here, I could actually get back home. And like she talking about stage team and mom doing this and i was like wow so i'm actually hearing the story now i'm like so fascinated like okay sophie i'm actually getting to know sophie <laughs> on a deeper level what an album yeah it's awesome 
It's way different. We're all about bringing people to close together. <laughs> so we, we talk about sort of just finishing pre-season earlier. Yeah. And the season uh, last year was, was in Brisbane because of, because of all the COVID restrictions. Uh, once you finish that, what does a regular off-season for, for you guys look like? Oh, well, I don't even be here. <laughs> I'd have been Australia actually go home like as soon as season finish and we have our end of season gala I head home I need to see my family it's been too long yeah. so mine just be like party and you gotta catch up for all those months <laughs> you missed you dedicate your life to the sport so like catching up with friends and family back home definitely yeah the last couple of years um, I've been on that holidays like <laughs> We often, there was like, there's been like other Aussie, like underage stuff. So, um, like fast five and stuff. So I went to like Bali one year and then to 19, I went to do like a massive trip to America, which was like amazing. And then that's about it really. It's time to like go. But like this year, obviously coronavirus. So, um, it was all a bit over the shop, but, um. Which was good though, because I got to spend a lot of time at home family. with the fam and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which is kind of like a holiday. But um, yeah, it was it was weird because normally I, when I do go home, I only go home for like three weeks over Christmas. So um, you know, you always like I gotta go see people, gotta go do stuff. But then like I was home for like three months, so like every day I was like, "What's everyone doing?" Like everyone has <laughs> real jobs, so. Uh. <laughs> It's it was different. a bit harder being there for three months, but no, it was good. That's all right. So you mentioned that uh, going back home and, mm-hmm. and your off-season consisted of pretty much partying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> part of it. <laughs> set, your, uh, set the scene for, for people in Australia or people outside, oh of, my God. outside of the Caribbean. What does uh, the party scene look like there? Trust me, you need to come. Experience. <laughs> you will never forget, like, training people could party. Like I said... Australian people dance with their hands. We dance with our butt. So it's different. <laughs> our waistline. So it's totally different. But like for real, I just like, it's a vaca- I take a vacation because it's a twin island, Trinidad and Tobago. So you take a boat or a plane to go to Tobago once you're in Trinidad. So that is actually like a mini getaway to go to Tobago and the beaches is way much nicer. Tobago is nice. If you want to party, come to Trinidad. If you want to chill and relax, go to Tobago. Yeah, <laughs> These girls will kill me. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it's really nice to catch up with my fam and my brothers. I'm being away from home for so long. You know? Yeah. I don't want to get into details because I might get emotional or something. Uh, <laughs> what's the uh, COVID situation like in Trinidad at the so, moment? At the moment, they literally went back into lockdown because um, Venezuelans, our border, our country is so close to Venezuela. So they are coming in illegally by boat and stuff. And uh. it's right now it's madness. I'm actually mm. happy. So every time I post something on social media, they're like, Australia, have any COVID? I was like, nope, I'm uh. living my life. Yeah. No masks to be worn. So yeah, they've been hating. Oh, but yeah, it's really bad back home right now. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Thankfully, we're on the sort of right steps to yeah. try and contain it and That's get good. back to a sense of normality. Yeah. Um, what about superstitions? Are, are you superstitious at all, either leading into game day or just everyday life? Is there anything that comes to mind in terms of superstitions? Mm, not for me. <laughs> yeah, no. Not for me. Not really superstitious. I'm a bit of like a control freak, <laughs> like with random things. <laughs> Like what? Um, in the kitchen. I'm very like. Dawn going soaking out in the kitchen when she's cooking. <laughs> but like, in terms of, like game day and stuff like that, yeah, normally just like make sure like like coffee is like essential. I don't drink coffee. Coffee for me. Um, 
just like a good brekkie, like just like making sure like the morning's like nice and relaxed and mm. not rushed and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, no real superstitions. I have to have like I like my hair to be like perfect, but like I hate <laughs> like if it's like a little bit muddled and stuff like that. Like some people like I see play like Ingrid Collier plays for West Coast Fever, like, she has a bun. And, like, sometimes her bun is, like, so loose. And I'm like, that gives me so much anxiety that, like, you're... And, like, people will, like, do their hair in the middle of the game. Like, no, it has to be, like, slick back, like, tight, like, can't be... I see. Yeah, can't, can't be messed. Yeah. I those problem there. Yeah. <laughs> Just chill and relax. Chill. Yeah. 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 Sophie, she did all right um, with the, the Australian Netball League for... Uh, was it Western Sling or something? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you broke a record there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty... Big one, was yeah, uh, yeah. Most goals, yeah. Yeah, how many? <laughs> uh, what was it like? Six hundred, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 600. yeah. Um, that was obviously before you signed for the Swiss. What was the biggest, um, I guess, differences between playing for the uh, the Westerns thing and then stepping up to to the Swifts, in, like in terms of training and the yeah. Well, Sting is more of like, um, and like the A and L is um not professional so you don't get paid for anything like that so the trainings are like you train twice a week I think they now do gym and stuff like that which I was like doing with my like um like way scholarship and stuff like that so um, I think it's like coming a bit more full-on now but yeah it's completely different in terms of like this is like a full-time or part-time but full-time job and stuff like that and um, it's obviously like the competition you're playing against international players. You're playing with international players. It's, um, yeah, it's a complete like different step up in terms of like physicality and the seriousness and the physical side of things, as well as, um, playing like weekly, whereas in Sting you play, or well, you play like weekly, but it only goes for eight weeks and you play, um, each team like twice on the weekend. So like you'll come to Perth and play the, um, sorry, you'll come to Sydney and play, the Waratahs and you'll play them Saturday and Sunday. So um, there's a lot of like dropping in and out. So as like Swifts and stuff like that, say I don't play um, on the weekend, like I'll drop down to A&L. So then it pushes someone in the A&L team out. And I was often like, you'd play a full game on the Saturday and then on the Sunday, the shooter wouldn't play. So they'd drop down. So then I would just sit on the bench the whole time. So it's very mentally. Yeah. Like even us now we have training partners and stuff like that. And, because you're not really here in the Swifts and you're not really 100% down below. You're kind of, like, in between. So it's very, like, hard. Like, am I here? Am I there? Like, to commit and stuff like that and emotionally draining yes. for them as well. So it's um it's a tough trot being in that, like, training partner slash A&L kind of position. But, um yeah, I guess it's the way you kind of – the system works and stuff. Mm. So You had a pretty good uh, debut, didn't you? I mean, you, yes. you scored the winning – a winning goal or something in the last couple of seconds. It wasn't that. <laughs> it was it was a good day. Yeah, we played Firebirds. She looked over the top. She goes to Houseby. O'Brien towards the pocket, and Garvin knows how to use her space and drops in her 17th goal from 18 attempts. And we're back. A little wry smile there from Bryony Akel. With nothing in it. 35 seconds to go. McCulloch. McCulloch with the. Huge captain's move there. That's a massive win. Hadley, back to the captain again. Housby now. 25 seconds. They need to be smart and use up the clock. Oh, they do not need to push the pass. The guides have given away the penalty. Helen Housby, this is a situation that she lives for. She hands it off, though, to Sophie Garvin, who could well become 
Um, yeah, it was pretty cool, like, coming on. I remember my mum was there and my best friend from school and one of my best friends from netball came over. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool to come on in your first game of, yes. like, your first year when a lot of girls, you know, might not even play their first year. Well, now often often happens. Um, but, like, in the ANZ League when there was 12 players, a lot of girls wouldn't play much at all during the year. So really cool to get on the first game um, and against, like, Laura Gartz, which is, like... Huge. The like <laughs> big dogs, so um, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. What? How are you feeling like leading up to to your debut and, and in that last couple of seconds, especially? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really like expecting to like get on like my first game and stuff like that. So when I did get on, it was a bit surreal. But I just I remember just trying to like stay calm and <laughs> be like, it's just you know playing at training, playing at training. So. Yeah, and I think I don't know. I, I can't even remember. It was I can so remember. long ago <laughs> now, but it was really cool. It was a grand final. Yeah, we and we did celebrate really hard. But I think it was because we'd been like, you know, Rob Rat was our coach, and he'd kind of left us. And then there was a lot of like, emotions you know, emotions, and everyone mm. was like, "The Swifts suck." <laughs> <laughs> so oh, the yeah, yeah. Steam, the yeah. So Steam. I think it was like a turning point for us as like a team as well when we won. So. Yeah. And okay. Sam, as Aaron mentioned earlier, the mm-hmm. Netball World Cup's going to be here in 2027. Um, what are your ambitions for uh, to playing that? And um, also, how do you, how has the Trinidadian team changed since um, since you started playing for them compared to what they are today? <laughs> kind of 20, to be honest. <laughs> oh my God. Um, 2020. Seven. Would I be retired then? How old would I be? I'm 27 now. Anyhow, nah. That's alright. Probably have like five kids. I don't <laughs> <laughs> You need a boyfriend first. Unfortunately. <laughs> Maybe someone listening will send a message. <gasps> yeah, no, 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 no. I literally just came out of a four year relationship. So I don't need none right now. Yeah, fair enough. So, so, so I'm a relationship podcast now. So <laughs> yeah. 2027. Um, Definitely, I, I do not know, I can't say, if I'll be on that team or I might be coaching the team, who knows, because we need some coaches in Trinidad to be right now. <laughs> but right now, the girls are, they just start back training. Um, we meant to have some kind of tournament in October against Jamaica and South Africa this year. So hopefully that come aboard and South Africa, South Africa could actually come to Jamaica. Um, we're nowhere close to back in the days, definitely not. Um... But yeah, things have changed. New staff, some board, new president, and everything. So hopefully, fingers crossed, things move smoothly. Mm, really well. Yeah. yeah. So with uh, quarantine, as we said earlier, hotel quarantine and anything in outside, uh, sorry, outside of netball. Obviously, I'd like to think that uh, Netflix and Spotify would be a big part of your life. Uh, is there currently anything on Netflix that that you guys are watching at the moment, or anything you can suggest? Oh. I just watch random stuff on Netflix, but I watch Who Kills Sarah, 
I love that. Um, behind the eyes, not literally, just finished watching that last night, the night before. But I'm not a big TV fan, like, for real. Um, no. no. Sophie. Oh, uh, I watch a lot. Well, I don't, I like shorter stuff. So, like, if it's, like, 10 episodes, I'm good with that. <laughs> Um, like, I can't concentrate, like, you know, you only get to, like, 20 episodes, yeah. and you're like, uh, at the moment, I'm watching Ginny and Georgia. Oh, yeah, that was actually... Yeah, but I've watched, um, Behind Her Eyes as well. Big twist, Blood What twist. did I watch? Oh, Bridgerton. Did you guys watch uh, Bridgerton? Yeah, probably. I watched that with my parents. I watched a couple of episodes with my parents and I... I don't know if that's that a good thing to watch with your parents, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I now go and see it. Not with your parents. Yeah. Watch it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. well, mum and Ellie got into it, and yeah. there's only one TV yeah, so I get stuck with it. Stuck with it, yeah. Sometimes. I love. Actually, that bad though. I like it. Well, I like the guys, so I like yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone did, but yeah, probably that's only two at the moment. Ginny and Georgia, yeah. yeah that's right. What about uh? What would you consider your favorite movie and favorite TV show of all time? Oh, this is such a hard question. Like, it's like asking what your favorite food is. Like, it's such a hard question. <laughs> You've already done that. Yeah, so. like, like you can't like you know give one answer um okay favorite i like i'm a sucker for like the um twilight series like yeah, okay. i love those uh favorite tv show of all time i suck I, <laughs> well, I i watched game of thrones i liked game yeah. of thrones didn't like the ending yeah. i don't know <laughs> gossip girl like okay, that was then. A now we're talking about my vampire diaries <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I do love The Office. I can't go wrong with The Office. Yeah, yeah I do like The good. Office. Very funny. Oh um, but yeah, what about you? What about you, Sam? That you? Office, well, you know what I said there? Helen watched that every day. Yeah, Helen's a She'll leave. She'll be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> and that is actually running in the background. <laughs> no. I know the whole songs and everything. But I'm not a big TV fan. So yeah. Like, mm, no. So uh, we'll kick into... Uh, to music a little bit. What what would you say your Spotify playlist looks like? I don't have a Spotify playlist, but boy oh boy, in training with these girls, Marty Proud and Sophie Gavin, yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I to learn this guy by force, all his songs basically. No, but DJ Bravo. DJ Bravo. Yeah, yeah. that would. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Champion. That's my friend though, DJ Bravo. Doing Bravo. So you're you're mates with playing Bravo? Yeah. Yeah, okay. What's he like? What's he like as a It's not a person? cricket podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm, I mean, I'm going to jump on the bag here. <laughs> now, he's cool, though. He's funny. Um, He's a very, like, a giver. He always yep. cares for the kids and stuff. He's always giving charity stuff. Like, he's a cool dude. Yeah, I love doing Bravo. He's cool. Got a uh, Ed Sheeran on. Does he make it onto your... Well, I sure, love sure his. I'm sorry, I should say. Trust me, I love his. First time I went to his concert, I literally like was crying. I didn't know how the song, but I was literally like, people. That's amazing. So yeah, I love a little bit Ed Sheeran. He was in Game of Thrones. So just one episode. Yeah, I didn't even know that because yeah. I didn't watch it. You watch it now. <laughs> um, and it? what would you say is your two most used apps on your phone? Oh, at the moment, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> oh, TikTok, TikTok, and probably Instagram. Mm, mine's would definitely be WhatsApp. Oh, yeah, That's why I communicate a lot back home and stuff. Mm. 
Mm, it's a tussle between Facebook and Instagram, to be honest, yeah. Actually, no, mine would be reminders because I like making up the lists <laughs> on my phone, like in the reminders. There used to be an app called Wonderlist, but I got a new phone it's like deleted. <laughs> but yeah, I've got all my lists and stuff in there, so reminders. Yeah, okay. Great for lists. Fair enough. <laughs> and um, I'm sure that, that the Don't Bother podcast will be, will be joining your list. However, do you listen to any other podcasts? Oh, I like the shameless one. Uh, I'm using that one. Shameless. I've heard of it. It's more of a female one. Uh, <laughs> oh, but they like. Is it about the show? But like, oh, no, no. Show, that's so, I, that's another TV show. I like shameless. Oh, that's one of my favorite it's TV so shows. funny. Yeah. Um, the shameless one. They like interview like a lot of people. So, but it's like a lot of like. Um, they'll have um like the ex bachelorettes and stuff oh, on there. So like okay. a lot of them people. So. Which I love, but I also <laughs> like the um, the Dylan Friends one. No, I haven't heard of it. No, no. AFL, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're in New no, South no, Wales, no. yeah. So yeah. he's you guys should listen to it. It's pretty funny, yeah. but well, it's probably not as good because you don't really know the people. But That's he like interviews like a lot of players yeah. and stuff like that. So I enjoy that. I need to get into that more because I'd be lying <laughs> if I said I listen to any. <laughs> what do you do all that, Sam? Swear, no, so be lying. I talk a lot on my phone. I always oh, okay, say that. I'm always on my phone yeah. talking to somebody. Um. We both won a grand final with the Swifts. Yeah. Um, from Sam's perspective, how does a grand final circuit look? Like, take us into the sheds, take us into the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> how do you party, Sam, compared to the rest of the girls? Oh, I think do they I'll... all look up to you? You're sort of like the night queen? No, 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 no I won't disagree. <laughs> nah. <laughs> what we did after? Oh my gosh, I feel like ages ago. Grand I, I was in bed at 8.30. Oh, let me tell you. No, do not. I can't tell you. I can't no, go into detail. All I know, Sophie, that's needed me. Oh, she was saying, where's Sam? Where's Sam? Literally. And um, on Snapchat, the memory came up. Oh, really? I will show you. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But no, I literally got kicked out of a club. Yeah, because oh, I was really? defending my teammate. Lauren was drunk and... <laughs> Well, we had a time, and I was just tying up a honey bong. So I was like, get out. And I was like, <laughs> it was a crazy night. But, yeah, I don't know how to explain that. Like, give me chills. Who was, uh, obviously, like, on court, the, the best player on the field wins the <laughs> man, the player. What was it? MVP. Yeah, MVP. <laughs> That's what Sam got. Sam got yeah. the MVP of the actual <laughs> match. But, um, who would you say would be uh, best off field? Who was, who was the best that night? Everybody. Everybody? We, yeah, it's an iron team, like, for real. Like, anybody can get that, to be honest. No, like. off the, he means off the field. Oh, yeah, off field, off not on the field. Like, on the night out, yeah, who was, who the, was the best? Who was the best? Oh, who was the best? Sophie Garvin. Yeah. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> no, I was the worst. Yeah. No, the reason why I say the best, because I can't go into details of what actually happened before she'd been in bed at the interior. <laughs> she had the dance floor, basically. I'm just joking. But who was actually out? I left early though. I left. Maybe it was you. (laughs) Me? I dance a little. (laughs) No, it cannot be. Probably Helen or someone. Helen or my proud. No, I left early and I left them out. So I'll give these two girls. (laughs) Who would you say? Would you say Sam? 
Well, I couldn't she tell you because I, I literally was I literally was in bed at 8.30. I'd like to think it was myself, but uh, uh, yeah. I remember gone. I woke up the next morning and um, I went into the other girls' room and I looked at the door and I was like, what, like, what's everyone doing? And they like, looked at me and they were like, get out. And I was like, I was the only one at breakfast, like all the staff and stuff were there and I just walked down, like no idea what had happened. Uh-huh. And everyone was so mad because I was in bed at 8.30. So I had gone. a good night's sleep. Everyone's else yeah, been out late and I'm just um I was there sitting downstairs just having breakfast with every like all the staff and stuff like that. I was like, where's everyone? And then she remember I came back and Audi was asking where's Sam, where's Sam? <laughs> I have to sit on her bedside that's probably not here. <laughs> I'm right here, Sophie. Look, you don't win many grand finals, so okay. go hard. Yeah, oh cool. Exactly. Well, well I did both. <laughs> <laughs> um when we spoke to, to Maddie a few months ago, she uh-huh. said that uh your, your teammate Sarah Clow tends to create a bit of an alter ego. Can you uh, can you confirm or deny that? I can confirm that. We won't again won't go into too much detail in case whoever's sure listening. Um, but yeah, Sarah has a bit of an alter ego. It's a great um, ego. Yeah. Her name is Sally. Sally. Yeah, After what, a few ones, she becomes the happiest out? person ever. So oh. it's very funny. Oh, oh, kind of details, guys. So you, you talk about winning your grand final. You talk about playing in big moments, representing your country. Um, when you're out on the on the court and the sort of start whistle is about to go, is there anything that goes through your head? Like, is there anything you tell you like to tell yourself before the game starts, or in terms of preparation that tends to wheel you on a little bit and relaxes you? Well, me personally, I think if I'm an overthinker sometimes, and if I'm just thinking about too much, I play shit. So I'm just be humble and calm, like just go through the motion. Sometimes I tend to not show no emotions, nothing on my face, but I'm just in my own head and my own thoughts. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm an overthinker, so I just need to breathe, chill. And as far as last year, I would just think like, I don't want to talk about this, but I'm like, I want to get emotional. But I just think, like, my dad is watching, so that's just something to calm me down, personally. Yep. So, yeah. I don't go into details, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably, like, similar, just, like, I don't know, try and stay calm, like, because it is, like, especially when you're playing in front of a big crowd and stuff like that. It's so hard. So, I think just, like, yeah, trying to stay calm and I like to like talk to other people on court not the opposition obviously but you know like encouraging and stuff like that and like getting around the girls so that's how I kind of stay like do you sledge the opposition much no it doesn't really happen much in netball maybe like this mid quarters I reckon a little bit happens there but not like not anything bad it's more when you know run on court yeah Oh, that's it. Because you're standing next to it. You can't really sledge the goalkeeper because you're, stand, you're like standing there the whole time. So it'd be awkward if you said something. You can't run anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're like footy and stuff like that. But I don't, it's more just banter that goes yeah. on in the court. I feel like in netball, it's, it's different. You know, we're a very friendly sport, probably too friendly at some time. Um, and what about just in terms of advice? What would you say is some of the best advice that you guys have received? Whether it be on the netball field, whether it just be in life in general? It's weird for me though, cause I didn't have much. <laughs> but I always do my own thing when I was growing up. But literally, Peggy Casnada, well, she responsible for my success from since I've been six years. She just tell me the sky's the limit. Don't take no for answer. So that just me don't limit myself to nothing. Like that, I said I just want to try different sports to feel it out. So I just never limit myself to nothing. So yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh. I've nothing that's really like stuck with me, but I've had like lots of good people in my like journey and stuff like that. So, um, like a lot of coaches just have backed me and stuff like that. Um, yeah, nothing like in I mean, particular in terms of words, but there's like mm. a few people that like come to mind, like, um, like my waist coach Michelle Wilkins, like had a bit to do with me like getting to where I am now, um, and then like since being in Sydney obviously like Brani and Anita have done so much for me um so yeah I don't know not, don't know any words but I know some people I've got a couple of questions just to finish off on you don't have to think too much about it no problem um so Sam mm-hmm. three things you love and three things you hate about Australia Ooh. That's a random blue you give me here. Um, okay. I love the people. First, well, no, I need to start avoid that. Because <laughs> I experienced something the other day. But no, I actually love my, the environment I'm in. Like, even with the Swifts and the girls, it's like a sisterhood. And the way they make me feel, take me, take me in under the wings. And I feel like a family. I will always call this place my second home. Um, was it? But I don't actually don't hate Australia, like that's actually besides it's so far away. <laughs> I take much plane rides to get here, yeah. guys. Uh, it's ridiculous. But no, I don't hate Australia. I can't say I hate Australia. That's good. Like, no. <laughs> that's nice too. Yeah. No, for real. When you play against them, like, yeah. well, yeah. that's whenever that time is. But now, nah, I actually have nothing to hate about Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I actually love Australia. And Sophia, favorite thing and least favorite thing about the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Sydney. Uh, uh, whatever you think. Well, I'll do. <laughs> I'll do Sydney because Perth yeah, is yeah, yeah, city, yeah. Do, but... do Sydney um, compared to where you. Well, I love. I hear the traffic. Sorry. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just love. There's always stuff happening in Sydney, like whether it's like a food market or just like there's people playing like here and stuff like that. Like the other weekend, we went to Vera Blue in the Sydney Symphony Orchestra, and that was like amazing. And every time you just like go to like Circular Quay, like you see the bridge and the harbour and stuff like that, you're like, oh, like it's so nice, like. Even though I've been here like nearly four years, so it's like, I don't know, it shouldn't be that exciting, but still, it's just like so beautiful and stuff, like the whole river and stuff like that. And hate, probably the traffic Mm, and the fact that it's so like hard and slash expensive to live near the beach, Mm. which is like also with the traffic because for us, like it's so far from training and stuff like that. And like, if you want to go to the beach, like, in the midday, it could take you half an hour, but then if you're going to come home in peak hour, it could yeah, take you like yeah. an hour to get home. So it's like, oh, oh I didn't yeah. say that though. Oh, it's so blinking yeah. expensive to <laughs> live here. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. 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 I But yeah, that's yeah. the thing I'm thinking. Um, three people you guys would take to dinner. <laughs> if we did this the other day, um, I would definitely take. Guess who? Ed Sheeran. Nah. DJ Bravo? Oh, I could see him every day. <laughs> could see Bravo and they call him what you're doing. I could see him. Could you call him now Your on dad? the podcast? I wonder my phone out. I don't know if you answer. <laughs> no way. I wonder if you answer. I think he actually where you at now. Let me see the answer. Oh, shit. Let's call him my call. He was just somewhere. I don't he's know he's in know. India. Because he's playing the off. Maybe he's quarantining. Oh, maybe. 
Not know what happened. I'm just doing a podcast here, and these people doubt me to call you. They're actually cricket fans and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a loudspeaker, eh? Oh, I didn't know this. Pardon? Why they doubt you? Why they doubt me? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know the embargo? I was like, yes. Um, can you call him now? <laughs> I was like, I do not know where he is right now, which part in the world he is right now. But I'll give him a try. Where you at now? India. Oh, he's in, oh, he knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they actually know where you at, actually. There's like... Find me off, yeah. Channel. Yeah, I yeah. Oh. Okay, what do you want me to tell him? Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Talk. Say hi. Dwayne, nice to meet you. My name's Aaron and I've got Brayden. G'day. Hey, gang. Yeah, yeah, all going good. good. We've good. just got we're just doing a uh, podcast here with Sam at the moment, and and she mentioned how she she's extremely close friends with you, and and we thought we might give you a ring and and hope if you could just give us a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> okay, cool, no problem. So awesome. Send it for me when we're done at her. All right, awesome. Podcast is called Don't Bowl There as well. <laughs> Don't bowl there. Yeah, the Don't Bowl There podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Dwayne. Hope everything's all right down there. Yeah, hope everything's all good. Yeah, keep it safe and I buy a bubble, so I'm safe so far. That's all good. Right. Good to good, hear. Good, good to, to hear, hear, mate. Good to hear. Yeah. All the best for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, do well. Thank you, thank you. You guys be safe too. All right. Thanks, Dwayne. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you. Guys, I have to owe him this one. What oh. <laughs> I guess I owe you something. I'll talk to you. Bye-bye. so funny. I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And to all y'all, I'm, I'm pretty cool. Oh, my oh, friend in high place. Anyway, we should have a podcast. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, so, yeah, three people you take to dinner. Well, now I have to pick up my boy, Dwayne Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would definitely take Michelle Obama. Mm. Yep. I think she has so much knowledge and stuff I can actually learn off of her. Mm. I love Serena Williams. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. And DJ Bravo. <laughs> okay, DJ Bravo. <laughs> I mean, I could meet up with him any day. Um, this one I had said in my Swift stuff. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, the actor. actor. Yeah. Oh, he's sexy as hell. <laughs> I think I'm gonna take him. Yeah. yeah. Good I'm gonna go. I reckon I would go. Justin Bieber. <laughs> LeBron James. He too. And mm, I don't know. Who else did I say? Justin Bieber, LeBron James. Oh, and I always say his name, last name wrong, Will Ferrell. They say Will Ferrell? Yeah. I love all his miles. movies, so yeah. yeah. Someone funny. Good stuff. All right, well, we appreciate the time you've given yeah. us. Um, so, for you, I just want to finish on this. Uh, Braden does his research very extensively. Mm-hmm. However, I'm... I'm not quite like that. I tend to get a lot of my research off Instagram. So I went on the Swift's Instagram page and I come across something quite fascinating. You did a, uh, uh, an Instagram takeover uh, where, you, uh, where you put the 
you know, the question box up and people ask questions and you answer them. And uh, one of the questions was, when will Spill the Tea with Sophie G be making a return? <laughs> What's that? Spill the Tea. Well, you obviously haven't researched enough. <laughs> well, exactly right. I Look, it, it actually you. is coming back and it's my um, segment that I got stitched up with on the Swiss that I secretly love. <laughs> and pretty much it's just me interrogating the players it, um, oh my God. every couple of weeks. It's you know, fun yeah, Doing okay. a little video. It's, fun. it's really just for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to keep an eye out so you can... Yeah, okay. watch it. Yeah, 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 100%. Just exposing you. I'll try and, I'll, yeah, I'll try and give you guys a shout out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Spill the TV station. Courtesy yeah. of the Don't Bother podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I said, we really appreciate you guys giving up so much of your time to us, and um, actually wanted to speak to us. That's great, and we really uh, got a lot out of it and enjoyed the chat. And um, yeah, had a few laughs. Glad great. to make your really, really for having us. Oh, good. Thank DJ. you. Very much. Appreciate it. Bravo. Um, <laughs> Best of luck heading into the season. Yes, um, at the time of recording, your first game is on Sunday. Yeah. All the best. Thank you very much. Start off the season with a win, and yeah. and you have the full backing from from us two and 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 Nick who couldn't be there. Another part of the Don't Buy Their podcast, and yeah, we'll be watching at home. Thank, Thank you very much, much guys. guys. No worries. Yeah.